the greatest thing you can ever do as a child of God on this earth is to learn. Hallelujah. Some will say, ah, what about prayer? What about fasting? I say, oh, I did not say they are not great. I said, the greatest thing you can ever do is what? Is to learn. Amen. Your prayer would be more effective if you learn more. Amen. Your fasting will be more effective if you learn more. Amen. You will know the God you, you are praying to when you learn. Hallelujah. It is in learning you discover God. Hallelujah. Amen. You come to know Him as you study His Word. You come to know Him. You know that as you read your Bible, you begin to know God more. Do you know that? Yeah, He reveals Himself more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. So we'll continue with our topic that we started yesterday. That we started, sorry. That is from Monday. Which is His Spirit in me. Hallelujah. I think we would have to continue it next week also. Amen. Yeah, we'll continue learning it next week. His Spirit in me. Amen. So yesterday, we answered some questions which are very, very tricky. And <laughs> which, if you don't see from God's word, you will not be able to answer. Amen. Yeah. Our main question yesterday was where is the spirit of man? Amen. When God created man, when God formed man, he was a flesh. Now, after God formed him, the Bible says he breathed. And God breathed into his nostrils. Amen. Wow. How did God do that? Amen. He learned that God moved over him. The power of God went over him, overshadowed him. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God overshadowed him. And man became a what? A living soul. Hallelujah. So, we also learned that the, the breath, that is the life, the spirit of man. Where is it? In the blood. Amen. We learned that from Leviticus chapter 17, from verse 10 to 11, that the, what? the spirit of man, or the life, is where? In the blood. Amen. Now, I want to ask a question. Can the flesh function without the blood? Now, when God formed man, was there blood in him or there was no blood? <laughs> today is today. <laughs> Amen. When God formed man, was there blood in him? Ah, you have added to only you, just... <laughs> okay. Just be, be slow to speak and take your time to listen very well and think. Amen. So, when God formed man, you know, he formed man, he called man forth. 
So, and we say, when he formed him, he was not clay, he was what? Flesh. Now, if he was flesh, was there blood inside that flesh? There was no blood inside the flesh. Why? It was lifeless. Oh. Okay. Let me ask you a question. When somebody dies, if somebody should die right now, he's dead. Would you find blood in that person? I said, would you find blood in the person? So, in the, in the accident scene, in the accident scene, when somebody dies, now, the moment the spirit leaves, the, all the blood disappears. Ah! <laughs> you see that the blood is still what? Dripping. But after some time, or days, there can there is no blood again. Amen. So there are two things to look at. A dead man doesn't have a blood. And a dead man doesn't have a body. <laughs> because the body will turn to what? Ah. The body turns back. Yes. Your body is still there. And if you die, the blood is still there also. Did you see that? So, a dead man doesn't have a body. doesn't have blood. Because the moment he dies, he starts changing. Amen. Now, why was it that when God formed man, when God called man forth, and he was a flesh, what, what sustains the flesh? What prevents the flesh from turning into clay? Because it is only when somebody dies that the flesh... Have you seen any living human being that I'm all of a sudden the body starts turning into clay? But immediately he dies, the body starts becoming what? Clay. Why? the question that I ask. That when man was formed, was he having blood inside of him? If he was not having blood inside of him, then where did the blood come from? When, they, when he breathed into him. 
Because the only thing that he breathed into him was his spirit. Or do you say he breathed the poor blood inside him? No. It was his spirit. Okay. If there was no blood in him, where did the spirit go to? I said, yeah, he said there was no blood. So I said, if there was no blood, where did the spirit go to? Because yesterday we learned that the spirit of the man, the life went into the blood. So if there was no blood, then when God, where did the spirit go to? Where or where is the spirit? So now you have the answer to that question. So when man was formed, was he having blood? Huh? Was he having blood? Was he having blood? Okay. That is it. He was having blood. Amen. The moment man was formed, he was having what? Blood. Amen. Amen. He was having blood in him. Did you see that? So, the spirit of man went where? Now, the spirit is the life of man. It can only be in the blood. For it to pass through the whole body, for it to be in the whole body, it must be where? In the blood. So when you check very well, any part of your body you cut, any part of your body you cut, what happens? Blood will come. That's where the spirit is. Hallelujah. So, you can see, the spirit is everywhere. Do you see that? Ah. I am already being blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. See, I have not yet gone into what you want to learn. Do you see that? So, the spirit of man is where? The blood. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And watch this. The, the, the moment God release life into him man the blood start became what active what made the, the blood active the life in it amen so the life in the blood is the spirit of man that is why the moment the spirit lifts man the moment the spirit lifts man what happens see that so the body dies, the blood dries. But if as long as that man is still alive, as long as the spirit remains in him, now you say, okay, you shoot him, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. We've shot him. 20 bullets. Po, po, po. After 20 bullets, he is not yet dead. The spirit is still inside of him. He's still shaking. He's still shaking. He's still shaking. And in that condition, can his body turn to clay? Why? Because the spirit is still up in him. But the moment the spirit leaves him, what happens? Do you see that? Do you see that? Do you see that? So the power of the flesh is where? The spirit of man. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So yesterday, we asked a question. 
Where is the Spirit of God? Amen. But before I answer that, I would like us to come forward a, li- um, a little bit and look at um, John. Amen. Let's learn from John. Now we've moved forward and hear Jesus. John chapter 14, verse 16. John chapter 14, verse 16. Have you found it? It says, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Verse 17. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. Amen. He says, he shall be in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, he shall be where? In you. Jesus is talking about the Holy Spirit coming to live in man. Okay. (laughs) You know, some people, they like to argue. Because when I said that, when God created man, the Spirit of God was not in man. They say, it's not true, it's not true. If the Spirit of God was in man, why did Jesus say, He shall be in you? Do you see? He was never there. It has never happened before. The Spirit of God has never been in man before. It has never happened before. Hallelujah. That is why Jesus said that. He shall be in you. Oh my God. Now watch this. When God focused, the moment God moved over man, when he moved upon man, and man became a living being, immediately he became what? Awake. He became active. He he started living. The moment you see that now, what does the spirit of man cause him to be alive? Cause him to be alive. Do you see that now? What do you think the spirit of God in man will, will do? When the spirit of man got into man, he became a living soul. And when the Spirit of God comes into man, what happens? The Bible, yeah. the Bible says he becomes a new creature. That is supernatural. Hallelujah. He becomes a new creature. Why did he say he becomes a new creature? Why? There's something there. Hallelujah. There's something there. Hallelujah. See, these are the things that you need to know. And sickness will never be inside of you. 
Hallelujah. I was telling some people that I will never fall sick again. They are waiting for the day that I will fall sick. Amen. From that time to now, it has never happened. <laughs> it has never happened. Hallelujah. See, his life is in me. Pa. See, his spirit in me. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. He <laughs> will make you look younger. He will make you look active. He will make you look stronger. He will make you look fresher. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, oh. hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh. Let me show you something in Romans chapter 8. Let's listen to Apostle Paul talking. Now you can see that we are entering into our topic. You are still feeling it. Amen. Romans chapter 8. Ah, hallelujah. Are you in Romans chapter 8? Okay. Look at verse, verse 26. It says, Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. This likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. That is our weakness. For we know not we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be what? Uttered. Amen. Amen. And he that searched the heart knoweth what 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 is the mind of the spirit because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God now do you see the mind of the spirit there do you see the mind of the spirit there hmm? do you see the mind of the spirit there do you see the mind of the spirit there now the mind of the spirit there in verse 27 let's read it again And he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Now, the mind of the Spirit there, is he talking about the Spirit of man or the Spirit of God? Huh? God? He's talking about the Spirit of God? Huh? So, okay, and I didn't read it. He's talking about the Spirit of God. Now, when you see the Spirit, the word, the letter that they use for the Spirit is capital letter S. Do you see that? Whenever you see capital letter S, most of the time, it's talking about the Spirit of God. But if the S is small letter, it's talking about your Spirit. Amen. Now, it says, it says, and likewise, likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. The Spirit helpeth our weakness. So, the Spirit of God Doing something inside of us. It's helping our weakness. Amen. Look at now. Come to verse 27. It says, And he that searcheth the heart not what is the mind of the spirit. Amen. Remember, 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 remember Adam. 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 Before he fell, before he ate. The apple, some people say apple. <laughs> it's not apple. Before he fell. Now, watch this. We said he was thinking from the mind of who? God. 
he just knew things. Do you see that? But later, his mind became what? Open. Do you see that? So, now, man is having two minds in him. The mind of the spirit and his own mind. Now, the moment, the moment the mind of the spirit of man becomes one with the mind of the spirit of God, you will hear God clearly. Communication will flow. You will know all things. Like as he was in the garden. You will know all things. The moment the mind of man, of the spirit, becomes one with the mind of the spirit of God. The moment the mind of man, that is the mind of the spirit of man, becomes one with the mind of the spirit of God, he knows everything, just like God. He knows everything that God knows. Do you see that? Do you see that? He begins to understand things like God. Do you see that? It will be like how he was first of all created. Like when he was created, he says, he was not, he was dead. When God, not as if he was dead, he was sleeping. When God took the ribs out of him, but when he woke up, he knew what God has done. He said, this, this shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. How did you know, Adam, that she was taken out of man? The mind of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, now, listen, you know, there is something that you have inside of you that can make you very, very powerful. It is the Spirit of God. He says, Jesus said, He shall be in you. Amen. He shall be in you. We are still looking at the introduction. Amen. We are still preparing ourselves. Amen. For the main thing. Hallelujah. Amen. From next week, by the grace of God, we will go deeper. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the Spirit to help us our weakness. Look at verse 11. I want to show you something. I want to show you something. I ask you that. When the spirit of man came into man, what happened to man? So when the spirit of God comes into man, what happens to him? Now, I want to show you something. Are you there? Romans 8, verse 11. Are you there? It says, But if the spirit of him, that is, is it capital or small? The first, the S, is capital. If the spirit of him that is talking about who? God, the spirit of God. So if the spirit of God that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells where in you, he said that if that spirit dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also what weaken your mortal bodies by what? His spirit that dwelleth in you. Hey. Hey. That is big. Amen. 
Now, when the spirit of man came into man, he was quickened. But the Bible says, if the spirit of him, that is the spirit of God, now comes, he's now saying something again. He said, his body again will be quickened. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. Are we learning something today? Are we learning something? He says, if the Spirit of Him, the Spirit of God that raises from death, if He dwells in you, if the Spirit dwells in you, He says, He shall quicken. Now, to quicken means to give life, to make awake. The way the Spirit of man entered man and man became a living soul, He says, if the Spirit of God, that means the moment you receive the Spirit of God inside of you, something great has happened. Something great has what? Has happened. Do you see that? Oh, readers who produce your predicts at us. Those your predicts are condes at us. Oh my God. Hey, the moment you receive the Spirit, God himself. Huh? Ah. Glory to God. Ha! Liba Zubro do Zapo Diza Kunda Mazuto Leha. So Apostle Paul begins to speak. He says, Greater is it that is in me. Greater is it that is in me. Greater is it that is in me. Hey! His spirit in me. Hey, hey, hey. Ha! Libra Brodos every day. Do you know something? Let me tell you something. He says, He shall quicken your mortal body. There's something that puts upon you that we don't know today. See, oh, Mazunta. See, there was something that puts upon you the spirit in him. He says, so that, that is why he said, He says, If that spirit be in you, he says, He shall quicken. He will give life to your mortal body. He will give life to your mortal body. So, something happened one day to Apostle Paul. <laughs> when he was going to Rome, they have caught him, made him a prisoner. They are sending him to Rome to meet Augustus. He was going, they had a problem with their voyage, with their sea. So they had to what? Come to land. So they come to an island of what? Malta. You get me? They, highlight, um, they came down to that island. And then, on that island, the people came and then they welcomed them. As they were welcoming them, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, should we? Let's go there. Let's go there. I think it's best if we go there. Amen. That is in the book of Acts. Acts chapter 28. Let's start from verse 1. It says, And when they were escaped, then they knew that the island was called Melita, not Malta. And the barbarous people 
showed us no little kindness. For they kindled a fire and received us everyone because of the present rain and because of the cold. Amen. Look at verse 3. It says, And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a viper out of the heat, that is a snake, and fastened on his hand. Verse 4. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hung on his hand, they said among themselves, No doubt this man is a murderer. Who though he had escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffereth not to live. Amen. Look at verse 5. He says, And he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. Look at verse 5. He says, And he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no what? Harm. Hallelujah. Did you see? The man felt no harm. A snake bit him. Why didn't Apostle Paul run to the doctor? Hey, snake have bitten you. Time my hand. No, Apostle Paul know the spirit inside of him. He says, if that spirit is in you, he will quicken your mortal body. He will give life to your mortal body. So the life in the body of Apostle Paul killed the poison of the world. Snake, hallelujah. Uh-huh. You see the man. He, that is why he can speak that greater is it that is in me. See, when Apostle Paul is saying those words, you, you take it as, as just, no. When he was saying it, there was reality. Then they can say, greater is it that is in me. Hallelujah. Do you see that? He proved it. The second beating, the poison could not go. Ah. Hallelujah. So the people were waiting for him to fall down and die. They waited, uh, they said, ah. And when they saw that he did not die, they said he's a God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when the Spirit of God comes to live inside you, you are what? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, that they say, oh, there's something, there's something, something we need to go in. Hallelujah. We are coming. Hallelujah. Ah, we are coming. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I want to ask you a question. Is it possible in your life? Is it possible in your life that a snake will bite you and you will feel no harm? Is it possible? Hallelujah. Then you must know what Apostle Paul knew. Hallelujah. Amen. As we continue, as we continue, I want you to, as you go home, as you begin to think about this topic, because this topic is going to bless you. Hallelujah. His spirit in me. Hallelujah. Oh my God. Hallelujah. This topic is going to bless you. Hallelujah. Let's rise up on our feet and begin to thank you. Let's rise up on our feet.